Welcome back guys to Kieran's Corner and this is the first ever episode of our Sunday Sky Games wrap-up show. Today we're going to be talking about the Steelers versus Bills and the Browns versus Chiefs. My lord, it's been an exciting weekend of NFL football. Who's happy to see it back? I know I am. But let's go in first. Let's address the obvious. Yeah, my voice is hurting. I went to the Bengals game today and it was a lot of fun, let me tell you. Jamar Chase can catch a ball, ladies and gentlemen. The first game I want to talk about is Steelers versus the Bills, a game that I definitely thought would shake up a little bit differently to how it did. Now, this wasn't a particularly high-scoring affair to start the game. Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, kind of, you know, Big Ben at this point, I think, is being carried by his defense. I haven't seen somebody so bloated and so lifeless being carried by a group of men since my uncle's funeral when I was younger. So this must have been hard for Steelers fans to watch. Big Ben racked up an amazing stat line of 18 completions on 32 attempts and a singular touchdown. But Najee Harris, the rookie coming in, looked good, 45 yards. But that was on 16 carries, guys. This O-line is going to hurt him going forward. And Big Ben's receivers, you know, they made some good pa uh, catches. Chase Claypool actually looked pretty good, despite the only the three targets he got. Juju Smith-Schuster as well. Only four targets, but 52 yards. And then obviously Deontay Johnson with the singular passing touchdown there from the uh, Steelers. I mean, look, that was a hell of a touchdown pass, guys. Let's be honest. The way he hauled that in was absolutely phenomenal. And I know I'm kind of known for not really giving the Steelers their due, but that was a very, very good touchdown pass. And let's go over the Bills quickly, and then let's just like talk about the game as a whole and how it felt. Josh Allen, 51 passing attempts, which is, is crazy. But that's the thing we've been saying about uh, the Bills and... Last year, it was like they haven't got a running game. Today, they managed to get things going on the ground. But still, 51 pass attempts from Josh Allen. He completed 30 of those, 270 yards and a touchdown. Now, one thing I want to talk about, Josh Allen, that I I, I addressed last year. And, and I, I touted him as an MVP candidate. And I think this game aside this year, he's going to progress and he's going to get better. And I still think he's going to be at that MVP conversation all season. His passing is getting better and better and better and yeah I know he had some overthrows and uh, a couple of drops and stuff but generally he's just evolving into a much better passer and that is is from the mechanics we talked about but you know he made some super great tight window throws today and and I think that's going to be overshadowed by the loss but let, let, let's talk about where this game came down to came down to defense now the Steelers offense it's pretty average, let's be honest. But over the course of this game, that Steelers defense was absolutely tearing into the Bills at every single opportunity. It, it, it was crazy. Josh Allen looked like he was suffocating back there at times. I mean, Devin Singletary with the 72 yards on the ground got things going. And obviously, Allen was making great passes to Stevan Diggs and Evaxa Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox. And Davis, but you know, that Steelers defense was bringing so much pressure. They were everywhere and they were nowhere all at once. Guys like Minka Fitzpatrick and Devin Bush, just an absolute menaces out there on that field. And that, that's what's going to carry the Steelers going forward. This defense is going to be what's carrying them through the season. We saw it last year. Big Ben's arm is shot. And, you know, I, I don't like Big Ben, but I've got to be fair in these wrap ups. His arm is 
it, it is destroyed. It, it's just a noodle at this point. So this Steelers defense is going to be carrying them through a lot of games this season. But I am actually very excited to see the Steelers team going forward. Mainly the defense. You know me. I am a defensive guy. So when I see a great defensive performance like this, it does excite me. And it is very, very fun. Um, the Bills, they got a lot to work on. And I know really they lost the game because of that um, that blocked punt that was taken straight back in for a touchdown. But the offense was humming generally throughout the game. It was, you know, the defense kind of missed some assignments here and there. But they they shouldn't have let the Steelers get the yards they were getting, given the fact that the quarterback doesn't have an arm and the O-line is stressed. And they weren't getting back there as much as they should have to, to, to really harass Big Ben. And, you know, it, they recorded, like, what, two two sacks on Big Ben, which really should have been better given that O-line. But I'm very excited to see both teams going forward. I think Bill's... Probably one of the strongest contenders in the AFC right now. And, and I think the Steelers will be fine until they play a team that, that has the answers for that defense. Because that defense is going to stop them against a lot of teams of poor offenses. And then they can get on the field as much as possible and try and, you know, put points up there. It's the law of averages at, uh, past a certain point. But, you know, I'm just very, very excited to see both of these teams progress next week. And let's talk about the other game, which, man... Sean, I got a feel for you because Kansas City put on a classic Kansas City performance once they came out in the second half. Now, let's start with Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Now, he did not put up a touchdown this game. He he he, he threw no touchdowns and a pick, but not to worry, 321 yards, 21 completions on 28 attempts. That's absolutely ridiculous. Baker Mayfield was slinging it today. Absolute gunslinger. He looked fantastic. I think Baker Mayfield, honestly, as as he gets better and better, more comfortable in this Kevin Stefanski system, we are potentially looking at a guy who could be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I know some people don't barely have him creeping in their top 10, but, you know, th- t- this year is the year for ba- Baker to make that leap and say, hey, I'm not just a game manager. I am a good, legit elite quarterback and I think he can do that year if they keep on pressing with this offense they have now let's talk about the run game a little bit Nick Chubb 83 yards two touchdowns <sighs> Nick Chubb doing Nick Chubb things basically we saw the Chubb Hub uh, t-shirt in the crowd Nick Chubb was absolutely unstoppable as always Cream Hunt as well a touchdown on his four on the team and 33 yards <sighs> he, he looked great and, and that one screen pass he took where he just broke out of the pack and just ran it downfield was absolutely exceptional um david njoku was actually the receiving leader today with uh three you know only three targets but 76 yards he was looking fantastic as well and i know there was a lot of talk about him in the off season but he looked fantastic today javis landry looked great too uh schwartz as well he, he came out of nowhere had a couple of very very good catches, 69 yards, two guys, nice. Um, let's talk about Kansas City Chiefs before we, you know, let's talk about their, their offense before we get to the defensive side of the ball and talk about how this game sort of worked. Um, Patrick Mahomes, 27 of 36, 337 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. Absolutely fantastic showing from Patrick Mahomes, but do you expect anything less? We're at the point now where I think Patrick Mahomes having a bad day would be more of a shock than him putting up, you know, 300 plus yards and three touchdowns. And 
that's not something every quarterback can do every game, but it seems like that's something Patrick Mahomes can do every game. Now, I'm not trying to be like the media who's going to get a little bit overly excited just because he threw a sidearm pass, but he's just one of those players. He's absolutely fantastic, and he's probably the best quarterback in the league right now, or at least in that mix of the top three guys who keep circulating in everybody's minds. Clyde Edwards is there, 43 yards. <laughs> Man, Clyde Edwards Alaire has been so disappointing for me. I mean, he's not particularly, he was never going to be like a stat stuffer style guy, but I just think he's not being used in the right way by this Chiefs offense. But, you know, that's something they can address going forward. And then, obviously, let's talk about the receivers that, because Tyreek Hill, every single game, <laughs> has he had a game below 100 yards recently? This is crazy. 197 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey as well. 76 yards, two touchdowns. This, this this whole team is just volume. And then obviously Patrick Mahomes had his rushing touchdown. But, you know, this entire Kansas City Chiefs offense is absolutely crazy. They are consistently one of the best offenses week in, week out. Besides from, you know, the Super Bowl. We're not going to talk about that today. Um, that's all in the past. Sorry, Kansas City Chiefs fans. I didn't mean to bring it up. I know it's a bit of a touchy subject at this point. Just like the 20. 2018 uh, FC Championship game against the New England Patriots. Sorry I had to get Jab in there. My team didn't do too well today. Um, but yeah, this, Kansas City was doing Kansas City things. Their defense looked... Here's the thing. Especially in the first half, their defense did not look great. And when, in, when the Browns went for it on 4th and 31 and managed to pick up, like... Well, what, what happened? Where did where did your uh, defense go, Kansas City? But no, Kansas City pulled it back in the second half. They did what Kansas City do. If you go up against Kansas City and go into the locker room up, you know there's a storm coming. And Andy Reid, I don't know what he says to that team. If he's got like some of their family members hostage or something, but he gets a team fired up. And and I can't believe that man is 98% cheeseburger, but still manages to coach this offense better than anyone else in the league could. But, you know, let's step away from these two, because these were the two biggest games right now. And I here's the thing. I think the Bills were upset by the Steelers. I know there's a lot of talk about the Steelers being, never being bad or whatever, but the end of last season, they really fell apart, and I didn't expect them to come in and get a win against the, the Bills. So that is huge for them, and I, I, I do think that's great. Um, I will give will give hats off to the Steelers. They beat an incredible Buffalo Bills team, a team that should be looking at going to the Super Bowl this year, along with teams like Kansas City. And that takes us to the Kansas City-Cleveland game, where, <laughs> look, I don't think anyone... I don't think it was like widely thought of the the Browns were going to win, but there were certainly a lot of people, including me, who thought they were of a very good chance. The way they played the Browns in the playoffs last year was absolutely exceptional. They they fell just short, and and that's understandable. But you know, it, it, it's football; these things happen. And um, I think the Browns. Another team, this is a stacked AFC. This is actually scary. The, the The AFC is going to be so crazy this year. And the Browns are going to be one of those teams contending for the AFC crown. They are going to be in the playoffs. So I, I think that's not, you know, it's not crazy to say. They've got Stefanski. They've got Mayfield. They've got OBJ, Landry, Chubb on the defense. They've got guys like Miles um, Garrett and... 
and, and Greedy Williams and, and Grant Delpit, it, 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 they have so much talent. I think they're right now. They're entering their Super Bowl window and I think they maybe ended it last year. And they've got a couple of years left before the team starts to break up with, with contracts and things like that. But but I want to give a hats off to the Browns because they played absolutely fantastic against an absolutely fan, fantastic Kansas City team. But right now, let's wrap up some of the other things we saw today because you didn't come here to just hear me talk crap about the Steelers or or say that you know Kansas City Chiefs won again. So let, let's get into the other things we saw today. And, and the reason my voice is so husky, Jamar Chase, man, the, the Bengals won in OT with a massive field goal kick. <sighs> what a game. I've, I've, I've had the past month people telling me, oh, you're wrong about Jamar Chase. He can't catch. He's no good. Well, showed you 101 yards, five receptions and a touchdown. Absolutely fantastic game for him. Joe Burrow was getting a little bit suffocated back there from his offensive line, not being as good as they should have been. But, you know... It, it's week one. Give Frank Pollock some time. They were also going against a very formidable front four that the um, Minnesota Vikings bought. So, you know, it, it was to be expected that they would, uh, you know, he would be a little bit harassed back there. But absolutely fantastic game. And it was great to see guys like Joe Burrow back on the field after that terrible injury last year. I think I speak for everyone when I say it'd be great to see him win comeback player of the year this season. Now, let's debate to another guy that could potentially be looking at comeback player of the year. That is Sam Donald. My God, Sam Donald. It just really... Sh- Look, Tannehill paved the way from getting out from under Adam Gase. But, whew, Sam Donald just proved that, yeah, <laughs> Adam, J- Adam Gase ruins guys. And, you know, fantastic performance for him, connecting with old teammates Robbie Anderson while... You know, against his old team, nonetheless. And, you know, Zach Wilson, the rookie who was going against, he, he was kind of harassing. He looked okay, you know. Like, he, he showed flashes of brilliance um, with some of his passes. But once again, it, you know, it's his first NFL game. Um, but Sam Darnold looked absolutely fantastic. And I think we're going to be looking at him to be a top signal caller this season. Uh, and another quarterback who turned it around, Jameis Winston. Five touchdowns. And man, Jameis got some wheels on him. He was really moving today. But yeah, Jameis Winston looked absolutely fantastic. Five touchdowns against this Green Bay defense. And, you know, they did look a little bit lost at times. But I really think this New Orleans team is, is going to rally around Jameis Winston after this performance. And, you know, I said in the offseason, it'd be interesting to see him play now he's not blind because we obviously have the infamous 30 for 30 season Jameis became kind of a joke around the league but today you you can't deny the man's got talent his arm he was firing off 40 yards through the air and it it looked like it was no effort at all so yeah shout out to Jameis Winston great comeback for him and another guy who will probably be alongside Joe Burrow and Sam Darnold looking at that comeback comeback player of the year Chandler Jones Five, so from five touchdowns from Jameis Winston to Chandler Jones over five sacks. Oh my God. Now, Taylor One just tweeted out like, hey, Chandler Jones, congratulations on your performance today. You've given me a lot to work on. Very mature as well from a guy like Taylor One who is, he's a bit of a meathead really, eh? but he's also a competitor. So I like that he's, he's saying, hey, I played bad, but I'm using that to improve my game. But Chandler Jones, man, he was living 
in the uh, Titans' backfield today. Three sacks in the first quarter. First player in NFL history to do that since sacks have been a recorded stat as well. So that's absolutely crazy. You know, it's just, uh, man, Chandler Jones, we always know how good he is, but I never expect him to pop off for five TDs in the first game of the season. He could record five sacks next week, wait to the end of the season, play two more games, and then probably still be leading this lead in sacks. That's how insane today's performance was. But yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And let's talk about the Eagles real quick, because... You know, the, the Eagles kind of got clowned on a little bit last year. The whole situation they had going on, you know, the last-minute quarterback changes. But let me tell you this. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, guys. You know, like over 250 yards, three touchdown passes. Just he looked... How good did he look, guys? Come on. He looked absolutely amazing. Obviously, Sanders as well, the guy in the backfield there, he's been looking crazy. But they just absolutely spazzed on the Falcons. I mean, look, you've got guys out there like Kyle Pitts only catching four touchdowns. He was pretty much a non-factor for all he was crapped, cracked up to be. I mean, the Eagles defense as well. Look, the Falcons leading Russia was a fucking... Um, <laughs> It's a fucking receiver. Like, what do you mean? It's Cordero Patterson, elite second name to him, by the way. But yeah, absolutely fantastic performance from Jalen Hurts. And, you know, he, he looked great. But let's talk about one last rookie. And let's talk about one last rookie signal caller in particular. That's Mac and Cheese, baby. Mac Jones, the guy who I was not too stoked about the Patriots taking this year. As you know, if you listen to this show, you know I am a Patriots fan. And I was I was not too psyched about us taking mac and cheese. But he looked like a rookie out there. And I'm not going to disparage Miami at all. Because I think Miami are a very, very good team. I really like what Brian, Brian Flores has built there. But I think anyone with eyes can see Mac. Mac was better than Tua. Now, I'm not saying it was like by a considerable margin or whatever, but it was very clear just by watching he was a lot better than Tua. Now, Tua made some fantastic plays. Tua's receivers made some fantastic plays. But, you know, I do just want to point out Jalen Wardle had a drop this week and Jamar Chase didn't. Anyway, let's get to the next point about Mac, uh, Mac Jones. He looked fantastic out there as a rookie. Look, as much as I shit on him, I said this guy is the most NFL-ready guy. He went out there and showed it. He looked, he, you know, he, I'm not going to say he looked like Brady because, you know, anyone can look slow. But his pocket awareness was great. He made some absolutely fantastic throws. And why he might not have a cannon arm, he wasn't really sailing the ball up there a couple of times. And he did look really good. You know, ultimately didn't pan out for Mac Jones this week because, you know, this Miami defense is crazy. When the Miami offense is also crazy. But, but... You know, that they eat out the win against the Patriots team is actually a very fun game. You know, Patriots had the first, like, 100-yard rusher since the postseason. Like, it, you know, it, it, it was very good. And Mac Jones was night and day. Put up almost 300 yards, which, after having to deal with Cam Newton last season, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's a marvel to see somebody uh, throwing the ball. But... This is going to be the shortest show we're going to be doing this year because I am a little strapped for time right now. As you can see, my throat is dying and you'll probably see on Twitter in the coming days, my skin is peeling off. I am that sunburned. But this is just a taster of what we're going to be doing all season. These episodes will be released about 6am UK time so you can listen to my lovely voice on your commute. Um, I can't wait to uh, see what next week brings. We've also got the game tomorrow. Um, 
Raiders game. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, as we speak, the Bears and Rams are on my TV. You know, Matt Stafford looking absolutely beasty. It's going to be fantastic. But we're going to have two more Sky games next week for you to wrap up. And then once again, talk about some rookies, talk about some storylines, get you in the mood for football, guys. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. My name is Kieran. You can call me at, you can find me on Twitter at the Himbo F10Y. Thank you for coming to visit Kieran's Corner, guys, and I will see you in the next one.